episode 29? 29! 29! 29! Are you sure it's not 28? We did 28 last week. Okay. We're losing track. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. It's like my age. I'm losing track already. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're still cute. You got your youthful beauty. <laughs> who, need, who needs brains when you got beauty like you? I'm glaring at the <laughs> So, we got a fun episode today. We're going to be talking about... I'm smart, you know. Oh, Sorry, I know. Okay, I know very well. I'm just me. kidding. I know. I know you're kidding. Obviously. Uh, obviously. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this episode specifically has been really weird. Yes, it has. We... <laughs> so... <laughs> We're not recording with our microphones, and there's a reason for that. It won't make any sense. Maybe it will. I'll explain it to you. We recorded this episode before. Yes. With the microphones. Yes. Um, but we recorded only half the episode, only to realize that the microphones were not plugged in or working the entire time. So, I talked to you, and we just to Becca, and we decided we were going to re-record the whole thing. On a different day, because that day... We were done recording that day. Well, we were done because there was a fire in front of our house. Yeah. And so, anyways. So we're like, we'll re-record the whole thing we're safe, later. everything's good. So I deleted that first half, but I forgot that I deleted it. And so then later, up to this, today I was saying, Rebecca, let's just finish filming. Let's just film the second half. We already filmed the first half. <laughs> and let's not worry about the microphones because they weren't working in the first half anyway. And so we just this morning got up and re-recorded the whole second half of the episode. <gasps> Only to realize that I had deleted the first half, so now we're re-recording the first half. This makes me tired. <laughs> no microphones. <laughs> uh, long it's story. It's a very confusing story. Either way, the long story short, we don't have the microphones today. It's just being filmed. But we will use this audio to put on the podcast so right. you'll still get the information you need so we apologize to fill in the story. for the poor audio quality for this episode only. <laughs> so, what we talked about last time... That was deleted. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We talked about uh, how we were living in a small house. We were getting ready to have Max. And yeah. you were feeling a sense of, we need to move. We need to buy a, a nicer, bigger house so that it's yeah. a little bit more comfortable for when the baby comes. And, you know, um, yes, that's exactly right. So we had Ryan and Jessica and Shinaway and my mom and dad all living with us. And I was at my wit's end thinking... I can't imagine, for some reason, in my head, I just could not imagine the baby being in that house. Yeah. And every room was filled with people. Like the people. idea of giving birth and having a newborn in that house, you were like, there's something off about that. Something is off. I just can't imagine it. And I'm getting this feeling like we need to start looking at houses again. Keep in mind, me and my dad always look at houses. It's just fun. I like it. So uh, we had always been doing that. But this time it was like, no, I, I get this, I'm getting this feeling like we need to look seriously now. Yeah. And so we started looking seriously at houses and one of them was on the market. It had been on the market for like years, years and years. Your dad was looking at, are you talking about the big one? Yes. Your dad had been looking at the house for years. Like probably four Most years of the family was, when he told them about the house, they were like, oh yeah, I remember you showing me pictures about this years ago. Because it was his dream house. He loved this house. He would look at it every day and dream and wish. And I remember him showing us the pictures and I was thinking, wait a minute, I recognize this house. Because all the YouTubers stayed there for Christmas. Yes. The last couple so, of years. Which is kind of crazy because 
we weren't invited. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is crazy. It doesn't even matter. Who wouldn't invite us? so crazy. <laughs> no, that doesn't even matter. But, um, it, but we did realize that that was the house that was for sale and that we were looking at it and that it had been in their videos. Normally you can't hear the kids in the background playing and yelling, fighting, because <laughs> uh -oh. we've got our microphones. We might have Charlie come join us. So this house was 16,000 square feet. So it was huge. So big. Had an indoor basketball, racquetball court. Indoor, had an indoor pool, pool. Indoor hot tub. It um, was massive. And it was... What, one, two, three kitchens and a wet bar and... Six garage stalls or something. Oh my goodness, yes. It had a two and a half acres. It had two and a half acres. Didn't have any peach trees. I know, no <laughs> trees. But it was like, wow, this house is In a beautiful. tennis court, a playhouse outside, like with electricity, everything. And it considering was, the size of the house and the insane. price, it was listed at one and a half million. At that price, it was like super cheap per square foot, considering yeah. how big it was. The price was so low. It was less than $100 a square foot, which is actually really Incredible good. Incredible right now. Especially in Utah, because the price in Utah for houses is so high. So, but it was at 1.5 because it was an Airbnb, and it needed a lot of work, yeah. and it was old. But at the time when it was built, it was built for $4 million. It cost $4.5 million 80s. to build. In yeah. the 80s. So, so it, it was, was like... like incredible deal yeah and probably so, if it was refinished we were we were estimating around 17 17 million dollars if it was like if it brand was finished new, perfect that quality. was the quality of it but like, it was that just was, such i mean that's how much it would have been right so we we yeah. looked at this house it was exactly what we were looking for and so we decided to make an offer so it was in disrepair we, yeah. we, but we wanted the house. We were like, this is perfect. This fits all the There needs. were stars in our eyes. I think we were just really excited about the idea of something amazing and big well, that we, was perfect for us. We thought we could, yeah, we thought we would be able to have enough money for it. We thought it was perfect. Then, you know, we were, we actually went under contract for it and everything. Yeah, we put in an offer and they accepted it and we were officially under contract. We had, we had, we had to put down some earnest money and we had the like due diligence period of 30 days where we could kind of make sure everything worked out financially and so on and so forth. And uh, that was a really stressful time. Because we started realizing a few things. Michael specifically was concerned about money yeah. because of how expensive it was. Same with my mom and dad. They were very worried. It was a really huge mental block yeah. getting past that $1.5 Even just $1 million. The Even idea of getting million, a million dollar home is like, what? <laughs> like start to hyperventilate, worry, and think that's impossible. It's just impossible. That's such a big number. But yeah. really... It that number's gotten smaller the more we're the more money we make. One and of the so, things that's always been a comfort to me with the other homes that we've bought in the past was if anything ever happened to YouTube, I could always just go get another job and probably be able to make enough money to afford the mortgage. Especially if we had yeah. family living with us also working to help pay the mortgage. Yeah. Um, but this was the first time we were getting ready to buy a home where we're like, if we lost YouTube, that we could we would there's lose no way we could afford this home anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's like it was a really very scary place to be. And and for me, I started hitting this mental block because it was this mental block where I was worried that everybody would want to just rely on us to take care of them because yeah. we had the space to do that. 
And I was like, well, if we're going to have this space, I know some of my family will want to just store their stuff here in the yeah, house. You know, just keep this. Hold on to that for me. You've got the space. I don't. I need it. I had it in a storage unit or whatever. You know, like, I need that bill gone so that I can take care of myself. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so you're worried about the whole family basically moving in. People that weren't already living with us. Yes. Of your family. I got very concerned in. about that. And I started actually getting bitter about it. Before it ever before even happened. Before it ever even happened. Right. And, I was, and I was also bitter because I was thinking, we're going to be stretched to our limit um, with this house. So I'm not going to be able to remodel it the way I want. Right, yep. And... And then there will be people that will probably just be like, let's go hang out there. Let's go use toilet paper there. You know, let's use other paper products. Like, I don't know. I was for, I was panicking about the tiny things because I knew that price would stretch us to our max and make it so the tiny things were expensive, if you know what I mean. Like, And it was really scary, too, because as we were in our due diligence phase, we started realizing all these small things that we'd have to fix that became big things like the roof needed to be redone. We had to put in a whole kitchen in the basement for your parents. Like all this stuff was adding up to the point and where we're like, back we can't to, part of the house. to add a basement entry. Yep. Like we can't, this is going to be way more above and beyond what we can even consider right now. And that's not even including any of the fixes on the house that needed to be done. Besides yeah. The- even just financing the house would have been, would have been a nightmare to try to come up with that much money. So basically, so. we all started panicking big time. Yep. And we were like, <sighs> what are we going to do? This is, <laughs> this is really difficult. It was a difficult mental block. But there was also so much change that needed to happen to that house to make it what we needed it to be. It was almost like it had so much luxury stuff that we didn't need and yes. it didn't quite have all of the basic necessities that we needed that's a perfect way to describe it so it was great but it wasn't but it wasn't what we needed it had some things that were extra that weren't needs but it didn't have some things that we did need so ultimately we just we talked a lot about it and we decided to back out but we didn't back out quite yet we were we were getting ready to go look at houses one day and we were still under contract and there, we hadn't found anything else better yet. Charlie, you gotta be quiet. And then we went for a drive, and we came and looked at this house. No, we were yes. still no. We were still under contract because after we looked at this house, Jordan said, or our our realtor said, "So what about the other house?" And we said, "Cancel it, and we will do. We're gonna do nope. this one." You're wrong. No, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm not. you are. No, I'm not. Let's fight. Trust Bring me. it on. I'll tell you what really happened. Okay. So what really happened is we canceled the contract. We were we had stopped looking at other houses. We canceled the contract because we realized it was way too much. And then we started considering other options. We even looked at a house in Springville that was like a bigger version of the house that we wanted. And we put in an offer on that house. And oh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Aha! I win! <laughs> I forgot about boom, that Boom, one. boom, 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 boom. Oh. She gets. She thinks she's right. <laughs> okay, you're right. I still love you're you. You're right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was a good fight. Uh, I win. It's, it's, it's a really good fight. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yes, we looked at a different house, right. and that was the house I said cancel it. Right. Yes. Because we want this one. <laughs> yeah. 
Once we decided not to pursue that house, we considered all options. We said, let's think about maybe getting an empty lot and building a house. We said, what if we bought two houses next to each other? What if we just bought your parents a house and we stayed in this house or something like that? Yes. Like we considered a ton of different things um, and had a lot of conversations trying to decide what would be the best course of action for our family. Uh And... uh... We, I was having a lot of social anxiety, a lot of just anxiety with the pregnancy. And something that I thought of, thought of was, okay, I think at this point we just are running out of space in our house. We need more bedrooms. I think we should just buy my parents a house. Yeah. That's what I was, I was like, you know what, let's just do it. And that's the idea that I think you and I both liked the most. Yeah. Because we were like, that would be so much easier yeah, it's it's a challenge to get everybody on the same page all the time. Yeah. Um, I think you live differently when you have to consider other people besides yourselves, yeah. besides just us, you know? Right. We live differently than we would, I think, otherwise. Um, and sometimes that's a challenge, and sometimes I don't want to open up that way. Sometimes I don't want to show that to everybody that lives in the house. And it's not their fault. It's just that I don't want to be open sometimes. <laughs> and you don't want anybody else helping make the decisions. It's yeah. nice that it's just you. Yes. Or us. Yep. You know? Because we can get on the same page and sometimes that's hard. Yeah. But to include right? the, the opinions of six other adults or even five or four or even just two other adults makes things really challenging to come to yeah, an agreement. Yeah, we've had six adults with us in the same house. For a long time. For a long time. Woo. <laughs> that's hard for the kids too. It is. Everybody that, bossing and them that, around. And... Yeah, that's probably one of the very biggest things because this would be a completely different situation if it was just us. Right. Like, I would definitely be fine with this all the time. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not fine with it all the time. It's just sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's more hard than other times. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make it impossible and it doesn't make it a bad idea. Right. It's just a different way of living that's a little bit more challenging. But, but it also it's comes with it. its perks. It has so many perks too. Like, because we can be like, hey, let's go see a movie. Okay, let's go see a movie. Or let's go on a date. Okay, let's leave. Okay, hey, by the way, the kids are in bed. Grandma and Grandpa, we're taking off. And they're usually like, cool, whatever, you know. Yeah, have a good night, whatever. We're just going to watch a movie while the kids are sleeping. And there's actually been quite a few times where we're like, okay, James, you're in charge. I want you to, you know, make sure nobody's fighting. Make sure everybody's good. Watch a movie. He's nine. He's nine. And then we'll tell Grandma and Grandpa, oh, hey, just so you know, James is in charge. He's going to be taking care of all the kids. We want you just to be available in case of an emergency. Yeah. But let him kind of get that practice. Yeah. Feeling Which I like think he's is a really awesome charge. thing to give that, that, it's not, well, just to challenge him with a new responsibility and have yeah. to see what he can do. Give him a little bit more freedom. Right. To, to not just be babysat all the time. Because he's nine and he's I think that nine is when it's like he's I'm mature. starting to understand what to do and what not to do. What not to do and I don't like being bossed around all the time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um when we approached her parents oh, yeah. with the idea of us just getting them a house. At first it was like, Oh, okay, my mom. It was mostly just my mom because we were all looking for shared houses at that point. But they're expensive. 
Yeah. And it's hard to find one that's just perfect. Yes. You know, because we wanted... all the needs, right? Right. We wanted one that had a basement entry so they don't have... They can drive up to the basement. There's no steps. So, like... And that's hard to find. We have needs. We have wants. with right. Our house. Right. And then my parents had separate, different needs of their own. And so... To find one house that had everything was such a challenge. And that had everything, but that was also within our budget. Or that And that was nice. in the area that we were looking for and that was in good condition. Like, there were so many things that we wanted. And on top of that, so many, like, hard find to find. So it was like, it was really hard to find <gasps> the perfect house. We were like, house. what are we going to do? <laughs> but when we told her parent, uh, the idea of, hey, let's just get you guys a small little home. That'll be all for you guys. She surprisingly was like, I feel like you guys are kicking us out. Wait, at first she was like, okay, yeah. I think she was shocked at the proposal and didn't and know what to She just started think. looking at smaller houses, things that, you know, could be for her for and For like dad. five hours. It and, didn't last long then, before she felt bad. Well, we found out the next morning that she hardly slept at all. And we didn't know that she was very upset and it wasn't, it wasn't our fault or her fault it was just that she, the reality kicked in that she wouldn't be living with us anymore and that was very sad for her i think and this is just speculation but i feel like having my parents they were almost empty nesters they've had nine kids they had they worked very hard to even get kids in the first place they couldn't have kids for like five years mm -hmm. and that's all they wanted then they got nine kids and my mom and dad are such good parents. And I think this is the speculation part. I think that it broke her heart a little bit to have the kids out of the house. All of them. Right. This is all she's ever wanted. She's always been such a good mom. Her love language is service. And her kids are her life. Her kids are her so life. So for all of her kids to be moved away and independent, I and think And not need her. It's almost like the end of her life. Yeah. And she doesn't want to let go of her life. She wants to be very involved and be a part of the kids' lives. And so to be living completely on her own, plus having us like pay for the house, it made her feel like she was mooching and she wasn't helping, she wasn't serving, and she just felt like, well, she, it, yeah, she was like, my if, life, if I, I leave and go to a house that you've paid for, it's like... She just would feel worthless. Oh. And that's so sad. And we didn't realize that. She didn't even realize she would feel that way. It was just kind of a, Until oh. she experienced the thought process first. Yeah. And so. So immediately we we got rid of that we're like, idea. Like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not. We said it was an idea. And if you don't like it. That's we'll, all right. We don't have to give it another thought. You know. Let's consider something else. And, you know, we've we've lived on our own. It was great. But there's so many perks to both ways you know it's there's pros and cons to all of it right oh, totally but i just totally. i value my parents so highly they've given me everything and i don't want them to feel worthless mm -hmm. i don't want them to feel sad i don't want them to live out their days feeling like like they didn't do a good job or, you know, like there's just so many thoughts that we didn't even know she would have or that we would have in this process. And so ultimately what we came to was let's live the same way, but let's do it better. 
Let's get right. a better house. Let's get one with more right. or not even necessarily more, but you know, there's opportunities in this house that weren't in any other house. For instance, my parents have both have health issues and haven't always had the opportunity or the money to go to the gym. And so, and even going to the gym, it's really high impact with a lot of the machinery and stuff, but, uh, and it's far away, whatever. There's lots of reasons, but here we have a swimming pool. And that was one of the biggest selling points for this house. Cause I was like, well, that's no impact working out mm -hmm. and it's on their level of the house so they can work out all they want. Like that's free workout. And we also have working out stuff down in the theater room. So like there's a treadmill and everything basically that they would need in order to have a healthy lifestyle that they haven't been able to keep up when my dad was working three jobs, trying to support nine kids and a wife and a family and a house and all that. And when my mom was working like mad to try and just get all of us kids to our different places and like make sure that we were all supported and taken care of and all the food and all the everything. They really just are the type of people that work so hard and have always done that and they forget about themselves. They neglect themselves. And so this is the chance for us to say, okay, we're going to give you, we're going to be in a house. When we found this house, we did a walkthrough and I was going down the list like, Oh my gosh, it's hitting this all has the points. every single possible thing that we could dream of or need or want. Um, it's got the basement entrance for your parents. It's The whole basement's all on one level. They've got their own kitchen. They've got their own laundry room. They've got their own bedroom. Which we didn't have. Their, they didn't have their own laundry room. They didn't have the extra bedroom. Right. They didn't have a swimming pool. They it's didn't even, have a theater room. It's even kind of got a little yard in, in, where the entryway is with a private entry and a little yard space so they can kind of decorate and have their own. It's really almost like two houses yeah. on top of each other. Which is exactly Which is exactly what we were what looking we for. And what we, what we wanted. Yeah. And everything else was a perk. Like to be able to have the orchard and the vineyard and five acres and like the beautiful five trees. Five acres. We didn't have to have that. Yeah, that's all but extra. we wanted that. that. <laughs> it was like, well, that would be nice if. Yeah. But it's not... A deal breaker. Yeah. And so to have everything that we had with the indoor pool, so that's accessible year-round for your dad especially. Yes. To be able to exercise. Get a different, better lifestyle. Yeah. Like, naturally, easily. When I came in here, I was immediately like, this is exactly hey, what we want. Hey, where's the papers to shine? What's it going to take to make it happen? You and know? you know what? There was one thing that I remember my mom said. The one, it, it shook me. <laughs> when we were walking through this house, we had walked through tons of other houses, right? And every house was like, oh, it's not nice. Oh, it's not finished. Oh, it doesn't have this. Oh, it doesn't have that. We walked through this house and she's looking sad. And I'm like thinking, what's wrong? And I'm like, mom, what do you think of this house? And she's like, it's just so nice. I'm afraid we're going to ruin it. <laughs> it's just too nice. I can't see myself here. And I was like, where's the papers? We have to sign right now. See, I saw my mom in a different house when we were looking at the big 16,000 square foot, $1.5 million house. I, we were sitting down in the front room that was just this gorgeous room. It was finished and it was beautiful. 
and she was sitting on this nice fancy couch and we had dressed up for the appointment to go look at the house. So she was dressed in nice clothes. She looked beautiful, like I have always thought. And she was sitting there talking. I can't even remember what anyone was talking about because what I was thinking was, this fits her spirit. This matches her soul. This surrounding is just, I mean- It's what it, she deserves. It's what she deserves. It's how beautiful she is. And I just, it just felt like she was meshing with her surroundings for once. She's always been this beautiful person. She's always been this amazing mother. And she's always been in a rundown, not well cared for home, not because of her. It's not her fault. It's right. not, not her, her fault. fault. Right. It's because of... Crazy kids. Crazy kids. Because <laughs> of you. It's because of me. No, it's... You know, we've never been able to afford anything oh, right. nice. Yeah. It's always been a... I mean, literally, my dad breaks his back. And and my... They lose the house that they were in. Bank, bankruptcy. All this stuff. And, like, I just remember, okay, kids, we found a three-bedroom house. It's about 2,000 square feet. We're going to have to make it work with nine kids, 11 people. It's tiny. And somehow <laughs> they've always made do. They've always made do. And that was the thing that kept coming to mind is making do. When can we finally make it possible for my mom or my dad to not just make do, mm -hmm. but to thrive? They've never had that, ever. So for me, it was like, Okay, the second she said it's too nice, that means it's the right one. I'm getting chills talking about this, like literally getting chills because I've always wanted this for them. They've had so many things go wrong in their life and I just can't, it's like the second I had the ability to do a single thing about it was when we did. Mm -hmm. And it was the best decision ever because I love them so much. They deserve it. They have worked their tails off. They are not the type of people that mooch, ever. Right. They feel so guilty anytime they ever mooch. And they're always working and working and working to the point where it's too much. And you have to say, stop. That's too much. It's okay. You can slow down. You don't have to overdo it. You don't have to kill yourselves to make something work. <sighs> they deserve it. I love them. <laughs> I'm so, on a rant. Yes, you are. But it's it's fine. You're obviously passionate about that. And I, and I get right behind you. I mean, I've known your parents for 10 years, but everything that I've seen supports everything that you just said. And I have a relationship with them such that I also want them to be happy. I want them to have nice things. I want them to be able to live out the rest of their life in comfort and in a place that matches their who they are on the inside and not in a rundown dump. By the way... They would never talk about themselves in a way where they, they're like, oh, we live in a, you know, we had all this bad stuff happen to us. And so, yeah. you know, like they don't make up excuses. They're not the type that does that. Some of the kids are, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, but it's also worthy to note that in the old house that we were in before, we were all comfortable there. Um, but I, so... Before we bought this house that we're in right now, um, and while we were kind of talking about all of this, I felt very strongly that we should, instead of buying a nice house for us, 
we should focus on taking what savings we had that we were making through YouTube and we should focus on investing in other real estate. That was my priority. I said, let's first invest in some real estate, get some more rental properties that are making us an income. And then once we've kind of established ourselves with that so that we could essentially live off of that if we had to, then let's go find the perfect house for our family because I'm satisfied with where we were. And when I, whenever I approached you about that, you always were like, well, I want to have the nice house now so that while we're working it and reaching those goals, we're in a comfortable place. And you always use the example of my mom who was always like, wanting a nicer house. Had nine kids, she had nine, too. My mom had nine kids, and she always wanted to have a nicer house or, or nicer things, but my dad always drug his feet, and it never happened. She didn't get it. She never got it. She didn't get it. And she could have. Like, they financially, they could have done that, but yeah. they didn't. And so you were like, hey. Well, I just saw the struggle. I saw yeah. the trial. I saw, I saw this. It seemed like unnecessary pain yeah. to me. And I was like... Why? Why are they not doing better for themselves? You know, like, it's almost like scrooging it, you know, like yeah. holding all the money and not letting yourself progress with that money. Or not enjoy a little enjoying, bit. Not, you know, we are here for a limited time. If it's possible, why not do it? Yeah. As long as it doesn't kill you, right? Or like right. <laughs> destroy your entire life to try and make it happen. You know, right. like it's if it's possible, it should be done. Because why not live better on this earth when we have such a small amount of time to do it? Yeah. I just... And, you know, this may, is seem, this may seem a little bit sad to me but or to you guys, but... My parents aren't going to live forever, you know, and it uh, just, it breaks my heart to imagine them being in that house that they were in that was falling apart and their bodies falling apart and not having enough money to even have gas to get places or to do anything that they needed to for themselves. And having all of their family left, and they're literally there alone, unable, not unwilling, unable to do what they need for themselves. And I just don't, it, they have a limited time. And so that's another reason why I'm like, it's not just our amount of time that's left. It's their amount of time that's left. Let's do it sooner rather than later so yeah. that they have a higher quality of life for longer. Yeah. And so with that with that conversation being made and she was very persuasive. I think your pregnancy was making you extra blunt in your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Normally like when you're not pregnant, you can kind of handle a little bit of discomfort. Oh, to be yeah. like, oh, it's good enough. But when you're pregnant, you're like, I want it this way. That's the only <laughs> way. <laughs> and so needless to say, I didn't have my argument, you know, it didn't matter as much as your opinion. So. Well, we went with your idea. But this is what the compromise is. Now, now that we're here, I'm not going to keep looking at houses right. and dreaming <laughs> of something better. I'm going to work on his goal and his dream now. Which and is really ours. Which is ours which all is, together. It's, all of these are our dreams, right? right? 
we, because we support each other and we it's not that like okay your dream is gone now and you don't get to do that ever it's right. just mine it's like okay now that we've done now that we've worked on mine for a while let's switch and yeah. work on yours full we, force both of us on each one yeah because we couldn't do both simultaneously we couldn't do my dream and your dream at the same time it just couldn't happen so now that we're in this house it's literally perfect for our family forever like we'll never need to move to another house out of necessity for our family needs. Um, and so now that that's taken care of, now our 100% focus is, of course, YouTube and, and growing our audience and doing the good work creatively. But financially, our 100% focus is investing in real estate um, and making a, a side income with that so that we have multiple streams. I mean, to anybody that knows me very well, and we, I, I guess we haven't talked about this too much in the podcast, I'm very entrepreneurial and my whole goal from since I was a little kid was to be financially free and independent to be able to do anything Passive I want. income is the term he used. <laughs> Passive income, residual income, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Just money that keeps coming in after you've already done the work. So we have re- two rental properties now because the old house that we moved out of, we're renting it now. And the house before that. It didn't really blow up. You know? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, so we have renters in there, and so that house is making us passive income. Every month, we're getting a little bit of money off of that house through the rental, as a rental. And so if we did that 10 times, 20 times... And we're not paying the mortgage on it, but we own it. That's the big thing. Because the renter is paying the mortgage. Yes. And then some. And that's the whole idea behind investing in real estate is yeah. you own the properties, but someone else is paying the mortgage for you. I feel like, you know how when you get to be parents... Your parents tell you the same stories over and over again. If we do that at all, just forgive us and move on. <laughs> because if we tell the same story, forgive us. Same story over <laughs> and over again. But I, well, that's to assume I'm you've listened sure. to every single podcast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, of course you are. Of listening. course you're listening to every single podcast. <laughs> but you know, it's maybe it's been a few months. But what since I was, the story gonna, was told. That's right. But what I was going to say is, when we first were engaged, he said. I was like, so, you know, like, what does your dad do? This is after a few months of knowing him or when we were engaged or whatever. He's like, oh, my dad's like, he's got a lot of houses. I'm like, how many houses? And I, and I was like, is he a millionaire? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, probably. Probably. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, good thing I knew you before I knew you were rich. That's what I thought. And then we got married and we were dirt poor. <laughs> Uh, because mean, it's his money, not ours. It's not my money. It's my dad's money. <laughs> and he's not one to just give it away. He's helped us a lot yeah. when we've needed loans here and there. Oh, but yeah. he's not just going to give us free money for yeah. nothing. Well, which but I think, think that's a smart Because it teaches it. us that's to right work way. hard and Pay value. Back. You right. know, um, but what I was going to say, the story that I was thinking I might have told before is that what I asked Michael, I was like, so what is your goal in life? Like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? How do you want to make money? What do we want to, you know, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I want to be a beekeeper, a full-time beekeeper. That'd still be fun to have like a big bee business. And he was, he does, he's, he, at that point you'd done beekeeping for like five years or something. Yeah. And then, um, he also was like, and I want to do real estate. I want to own a lot of houses. I want to have passive income. I want to be able to just own houses and make money off of it and not work really hard. (laughs) Working on it. Working on it. We're working on that goal. (laughs) And I think that's a very 
good thing that we started from scratch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember the first house you did not want to buy because the market in Utah was so high at the time. Now it's like at least a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty thousand dollars more for the house that we bought first. Yeah, that's appreciated a lot. Oh, which is great for us. It's really that we great. bought it back then. But back then we thought it was a lot. Yeah. And we were worried that the market was going to crash and that we would lose a ton of money <laughs> and it would be really big pain in the butt, but it wasn't. That's been good. It's been really good. And we're in our dream house, living our dream life, <sighs> and definitely working our butts off. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> we're I not mean, just on vacation every day. It's literally from the second we wake up every day to the second we go to bed, nonstop work. And what you see is not always what you get. Like what you guys see of our lives is Isn't not always what is real life. Yeah, real life. like we we show you the good parts, the <laughs> best parts. And the rest is for us to only experience because we don't really want you guys to see all the drama. Not that there's a lot of drama. I was thinking about vlogging yesterday. I was yeah. like, let's just start vlogging again. What if we did vlogging just on Facebook maybe? Yeah. And then I was like, we just work a lot. We do. I think a vlog would be kind of boring because it's literally just, okay, what's the next thing we need to do? Okay, okay what's, what's the, the next, next video? Thing? All right, hey, what's like, the next let's video? Let's get to work. Okay, kids, do school. Do your jobs. Let's make a meal. You know, like, yeah. we're so, just working all the time. Honestly, today, we went to we went to the gym, both of us, and we just got back, actually. But both of us went to the gym. Somehow, we ended up not having a babysitter. That's fine. So we pile all the kids in the car. Somehow, we make it there on time, which is incredible because when we only get there with us, we're late. <laughs> we got all the family in the car and made it there on time. And then Michael was with Max while I worked out. Max and the kids while I worked out. You drove around. Mm -hmm. And then while he worked out, I took all the kids and Max to the park. All the kids and the baby. All the kids to the park. And... They were just playing and it was only for like maybe 20 minutes, but I sat there and just thought, wow, I haven't done this in a long time. Where literally the only purpose at the park is to let the kids play. We only go to parks to film. <laughs> we only do. And then we give them like five minutes. Okay, you have five minutes of free time. Go play, play, play. <laughs> and the rest, I mean, it's fun filming there. Typically, we're doing fun videos, so it's not like it's no, we all torture, have a good time. you know. It's fun. But it is filming, and it's just that mindset of work, I think, that wears on you. It's just like you take your thing that you love the most and tell yourself you have to work on it for the rest of your life, and that's now your job. All of a sudden, your job is not so fun anymore because it's a job. So, our job is fun. It is fun though. We just have to keep reminding ourselves that it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for watching Beast Theory today. We had a ton of fun talking about buying houses. And it actually is fun. We love our job and we're so grateful for it. So, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not grateful. I know, but, but you definitely get caught up in the grind sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're worth it. And we love you guys. So we'll see you guys next week. And next week, you're going to be talking about all the pregnancy things. Yes. So stay tuned. And that will be a throwback video. Well, we recorded it while you were pregnant, but it's not 
It's not a throwback video, but it is because we already filmed it a long time ago. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Beach House, Beach Theory, Beach Theory out.